Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Talik. Today, we are going to touch on the topic of suicide. So if anybody out there is struggling, you know, any thoughts of suicide, I usually say this later on in my episode, but I'm saying in the beginning, there is a suicide prevention lifeline out there. The number is 988. 988 is the number if you're struggling, if you know anybody else that's struggling. And... The guest I have tonight is a personal friend slash sis of mine. Um, Karina, how are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for having me. No problem, sis. Thank you for, you know, come coming to the podcast to talk about, you know, suicide. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my first question for you, I want to ask you, you know, how is your mental health? Um, honestly, it's, it's as little level. Um, I would say because one, um, I've really had a lot of people praying for me. Um, and then I also to do, uh, do my therapy sessions now as well. I used to do it on a bi-weekly basis, but now I do it on a monthly basis. Yeah. Um, and that's been going good as well. Just helping me to digest everything. So that's been good. Yes, 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 I love to hear. My sister Karina is a praying woman, goddamn mm-hmm. woman. So don't play with her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into this topic of suicide. Um, and I want to make sure I use the right term, guys. The topic, the right term is die by suicide, not commit. The right, you know, term is die by suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, can, are you able um, to share? You know what has happened in your life regarding suicide well my late husband um uh died by suicide last year um may um and it's almost going on a year now um where you know we are with without him um unfortunately he had a lot of injuries um to his um head um at least three same same spot so he was dealing with a lot of pain um a lot of headaches lack of sleep um no sleep at all um medications not working uh it 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 was a lot so uh you know we can never understand why something happened but I think that when we think about it sometimes we'll say you know um it's the pain is the idea of like him thinking he's not going to get better or doctors not even helping yeah. made him um you know made the decision to take his life early yeah um i remember that, that i remember that day um you know that i got that call and mm-hmm. i cried so i lost two friends you know, your husband and my friend Dante, you know, mm-hmm. kind of died by suicide the same kind of way. And mm-hmm. um, I, when my friend Dante died, you know, I cried. You know, that's the first friend. Then 
you know, when Lee died, I cried. And um, like, I'm like, again, so sorry for your loss. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, that was a major loss. Like I, there's yeah. a, there's people that's listening, I know Karina, this is my sister. Like I went to church with her, they worship nights together. And I'll yeah. never forget the day that at Nikki house, the first worship night where like God just lose Lee and he just started praying. It was like yeah. out of nowhere. And that was like an amazing feeling. I'm like, and we, I don't think we really knew each other like that. We knew each other, yeah. but you know, I, you know, grew to like love y'all. And yeah. again, I'm so, so, so sorry, sis. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, my next question for you, um, you know, um, you never, people never really hear from people that um, get left behind, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, people, they die by suicide and you never get to hear the story of somebody, you know, coping after losing someone, you know, especially, you know, your husband. Like, I want to ask you, you know, how are you holding up? Um, I, I'm just taking it a day, a, a day at a time. I know, like, a lot of people have passed judgment on me to say they don't feel like they feel like I'm living life or like and I don't look like I'm mourning which is which is crazy because it's an everyday thing that you go through it's not um yeah you can see me somewhere or you can see me on social media um smiling but I'm just trying to make the best out of my day because if I didn't you know who's gonna who's gonna cater to my kids who's going to help my kids my kids move on um and we have two kids so who's going to help them move on you know so I can't just like you know just stop that and 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 sit in a room all day um and a lot of those things are mental like I deal with the, the thought of it every single day I deal with the idea I'm the one who's taking care of the kids I'm the one who's alone every night I'm the one who's like it, it, it who's taking off all the burden so it is a lot which I'm reminded of every day but I don't yeah. I'm not you know the judgments I heard a lot of and I still hear about it and it's like wow that's crazy but for me to answer your question it's been community um yeah. I think God has surrounded me with a lot of people who truly have me at heart um and that would take me out or if I needed to hang out They'll make the time. So we'll do massage. We'll do a trip, a short trip. We'll just hang out at the house. Um, whatever it is, like we'll do it, whether it's salsa, dancing, but just to get out and clear your mind. Um, so that has been such a blessing um, to me that I'm able to do that. And I'm so internally grateful for that because honestly, I really don't know like how it would be. Um, and I've and when I think about it, sometimes I feel bad for somebody who out there might just not have anyone, might not have, you know, parents to to kind of fall back on. Um, and they're just doing it by themselves. They've lost a loved one and they're yeah. just doing it by themselves. That's a lot. And I've been really um, grateful for my parents who, you know, I kind of moved back home after everything happened. I moved back home. My mom and my dad have been really helpful. Um, they'll yeah. take care of the kids um, sometimes. And, you know, I have my friend who takes care of the kids. So community for me really, <laughs> they are still doing, yeah. you know, 
everything for me and with me. And yeah. um, that I'll be forever grateful for. Yes. Um, and I want to say that, you know, to the people that's, you know, saying like, how can she, you know, go on and keep living her life? She has to, you know, you have two children that is looking at you, you know, their mm -hmm. dad is not here no more and you have to be strong and you have to keep going on. And then they forget to add that it's by the grace of God, you know, mm -hmm. he, gives you, he gives you your strength. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and they don't see that. You know, people think mm -hmm. you're supposed to grieve a certain way, but grief, you can grieve different ways. It's different ways yep. to grieve. Sometimes you may not feel the grief. Sometimes you feel it. It's different, yep. sta it's different stages of grief, seven stages of grief. And I feel like you'd be at each stage in different parts of life. Sometimes you'd be okay, but sometimes you're not. And like, I guess people, they don't see the times like when somebody's grieving at night or just home, just thinking about yep. it. They don't see yep. that. They just see the outside. And yeah, they understand, you know, yeah, you're strong. You, you know, you're trying to get through it, but that, that's God. <laughs> that yep. is God. Because like, if it wasn't for him, like grief would be so hard. Like, yeah. Even though it's hard already, if it wasn't for him, oh my God, like, <laughs> that's where it, her strength comes from yeah it'll be it'll be very crazy especially at night you're going to bed alone and like you know you look at the kids like lately my son like my son's really feeling the yeah the the absence of his dad so he talks about it I could tell you almost every day yeah. um and when you when you're hearing it that questions you get overwhelmed right like it's like yeah. whoa um but you know how do i shuffle those emotions to make sure i'm i'm keeping it together you know um reminding him that he's loved you know that he loved them you know i got to remind her so my goal now is to also try to see if i can find you know therapy for them which i got to yeah. get on um but to also help them process because before it was like okay well, daddy went to heaven but now it's like yeah like he is definitely not coming back yeah and that's goes into my next question you know you talked about the kids like how is it you know as a single mom now that you have to you know when the kids ask about you know the dad or just like you know knowing that he's not there no more like how is that you know on your mental health with the kids um sometimes it's overwhelming because we'll be driving and it's a long drive and the questions are just coming left and right left and right um but i just you know i take a deep breath and just try to answer to my best ability to say, you know, and just have an open forum with them. If they want to talk about it, we'll talk about it. If, if they have a memory to share, I'll allow them to share it. Um, it can be overwhelming, not going to yeah. lie. Um, it can be sad sometimes because yeah. sometimes I'm like, I really don't feel like talking, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, just try best to be in the moment and respond to them instead of like pushing it to the side or doing like avoiding the conversation yeah um yeah um it's like you know right I know it's like it feels like it's like you know a big part of you you know a part of your family is just gone mm -hmm. and you know it's sad, a huge part yeah yeah and Lee like I like to pay honor to like my friends. Like Lee was a dope person. Like 
nice, mm-hmm. you know, um, can you talk about the work that he did in, you know, Liberia, right? Liberia? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So you talk about the work and the foundation. Talk about that foundation that, you're, you know, he is. Yeah. So we established our uh, uh, drug rehabilitation program in Liberia in 2017, which all started when he went back for like a long it's it was many years and then that was like his almost like his first time after so many years going back um he went back and um and he experienced you know ran into a like a lot of people that were dealing with drug abuse and these were like really young people like young men and women and then some of the women um were like you know were pregnant um almost feeding their children young babies passing um pretty much everything that they in 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 held was being passed down to these children so it's like it's like whoa this number this population is really large yeah. and he got exposed to that so from that um he you know felt led to want to help them um and i also got introduced to when i went back i, I saw that yeah. man this, this is just it's a large group um, and we just wanted to give back to our country. So this is how, you know, we just established the foundation. It's called the Equimity yeah. Impact Foundation um, based in Liberia, West Africa, where we our goal is was to um, rehabilitate uh, men and women addicted to drugs. But not just that, um, but also help them to reintegrate back into society. So whether it's with training and development, building a um, a certification program where we can educate and then after that um, try to staff them into places where they're able to you know um, earn money to be able to take care of their families um, so that's what we've been doing now since 2018 that's so good that's so good I already knew that guys but I just wanted to say that that's so good and mm-hmm. are you still carrying you know his legacy and dream um, alive right now yes yes um it's tough doing it uh uh, like it feels like i'm doing it alone um uh but i do have a few people um you know that that are helping me um sometimes it gets really overwhelming um because you live in a different country and then you know you have to make sure everything is is um under control there um so i do go back and forth i was just there in december we had a great staff training just try to encourage the staff that we have there the little we have there and then also encourage our participants because you know they also lost hope when when um they found out of his passing so everything was just like not in order so going back and just letting them know hey we're still going to continue this kind of encourage them but hope to them so yeah the program is still going on we're um even having our second annual gala coming up in april april 22nd Um, oh yes yeah yeah you gotta make sure you send me the information and where they can donate i'll definitely put it in the episode um, description box. I'll definitely put it like, if you, if you take donations or the gala, just let me know the information, send it to me and I'll definitely put it in the description box so we can get mm-hmm. their supports. Cause I know what yeah. y'all got. 
what you're doing and you know what Lee was doing was like very important to y'all and it's so yeah. good that y'all doing that you know like you said you're in a different you know place you know you're um PA and you know Liberia all the way over there and the fact that you know y'all was going back and forth you know doing the work yeah it's so amazing yeah. so so yeah. amazing yeah it's a um it's a ticketed event so you purchase your ticket um you be purchasing your ticket to um you know the the event um yeah yeah is the link is the like is it live right now to buy a ticket mm-hmm. so you can purchase the ticket through our website okay. um so i'll send you the link um you know after sometime um later after this yeah. um and i'll share that information and a flyer and everything with you yes thank you thank you um my next question for you is um what do you say to someone, right, that has lost someone to suicide? Um, what can you say to encourage them to keep going? Um, hmm. I'm a, um, you know, I, I am a follower of Christ, so I do strongly believe that, um, you know, he, he does exist and and it and, and and makes a way for you um when when things like this happen you know um death is inevitable we're all at some point going to die um but for us who are left here is just to to keep the faith um and just um know that we're not alone in it um but also to just allow people who love you to really love on you and not push them away um because that's how I feel like you can you can somehow smile again like when you you allow people into your life like if somebody said like you know I want to come over or um, let's go out like be okay with that you know because those days um they, they they help you get through your week those little times help you keep it moving you know be open to talking to people um because they might just stop and and, and you know say a prayer for you and that prayer can go a long way or they might just be like um yeah. come out let's hang out like for me I'm a strong believer in these days like getting out that's a part of you know mental health like mental health wellness getting out there doing the things that you love um because it's not easy you think about you're going to think about it every single day probably like every other hour it might cross your mind but with you doing the things that you love um it can help it can help you you know with your daily activities and um just getting by and and you know trying to move on with life Yes, yes. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Karina, um, before I end this um, episode, I want to say if anybody out there is struggling with any, you know, thoughts of suicide, suicide ideation, um, the number is 988. So make sure you dial that number. Um, there's an app called Stigma that you guys can download. It is a good app, you know, to get some type of hope or care or give hope to somebody. Um NAMI, um, I'll volunteer for NAMI. They have a group called Alternatives, a suicide group. 
which is um, amazing. You know, you could talk about suicide in the group and, you know, not get judged. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. There's different resources out there, guys. Make sure y'all use Google as your best friend. I tell that all the time. Google is your best friend. Make sure you are Googling resources. There are different support groups that are free, free support groups. That's not, it's intended to replace therapy or nothing, but they are free and it's good to be in support groups and just be supported by others. Make sure you guys reach out if you or someone you know is struggling. Yeah. And I also wanted to add there's not one method to grief and um yeah. grief. Um it's however way that works for you. Yes. Um you know, is it's however way works for you, but just don't um don't just stay in the dark and um or stay home in the dark, like anywhere that's isolated, don't don't do that to yourself. It will just make a life much harder than it needs to be. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, my sister. Thank you so much. I love you. Love the kids. And thank you for thank you. Uh, you know being brave to talk about this. I know this is not an easy topic to talk about it. And trust me, because I just <laughs> I talk about it sometimes and it's not yeah. easy. Yeah. I was say thank you and I love you, sister. Dang, I love you too, brother. Thank you.